What's good you guys? Welcome to Send Dudes. So in today's episode, Path of Trams talks us through the fundamentals and the advanced theory of this very complex topic called realism. I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Path of Trams. How are you feeling? Hey, thanks for having me on our own podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, let's start off with a banger. what is realism oh man uh, this this question can haunt people for a lifetime actually what is realism <laughs> yeah i'd like you being, to break down the question yeah uh, i cannot obviously cannot give a exact definition so realism for me is like seeing things as they are like whatever you see whatever you experience we have to see it and watch mm-hmm. it without any emotional attachment without any bias uh, without any preconceived notion about it so realism means seeing things as they are literally as they are you don't have to be scientific you don't have to be religious about it you don't have to be pessimistic or delusional or optimistic about it just as it is so that is realism for me okay hmm. and why do you think that people uh, divert away from the realistic side for example if there there is realism hmm two way, there are two ways to see a situation one hmm. is the way it is another is with preconditional biases so why do people divert from the realistic side well uh, to be realistic means to embrace the truth to be honest like hmm. uh, when you see the things as they are you have to see the truth and only the truth and as we all know 99% of the human race or human beings existing on the planet till now uh, they cannot handle truth because truth is the ultimate red pill and that is a bitter one so of course whenever someone bitter comes to you let's say let's see it this way that i am having some condition right now or some experience that is very extremely uncomfortable for me so i have two ways either to embrace it or to not embrace it sometimes we don't like the truth we don't like like if uh, there is a guy and his girl is cheating on him so he has two ways either accept that she is a cheater she is a hoe and dump her and move on and another way is that no there are some conditions to her i should be there to support her so these are the coping mechanisms that most of the humans have been wired to deploy whenever there is an uncomfortable situation so yeah it's just a, people take it as a surviving mechanism to cope with the things with a very unrealistic way and there are another one the realistic one who see things as they are take the bitter pill and then move on so the thing is that truth makes people uncomfortable and to cope with that uncomfortable situation or uncomfortable uh, comfortable experience people tell many lies to themselves and divert them away from the truth itself so that they can have a little bit of comfort in their life so that's it hmm yeah that makes sense like as you just said there are two options in that particular situation mm-hmm. either to confront and move on or uh, you know divert from the fact that it's happening and say yeah i i'll change her i'll make something positive out of it although i think uh, the option 2 is much more you know observed in this world mm, yeah 
Yeah, it's just running away from your reality, isn't it? Not this, accepting this, the fact. This thing, running away from the truth, is uh, especially right after you graduate. Mm-hmm. You see, like, you have delusions okay. uh, filled in your mind. Like, uh, you will, uh, like, when you pass out, you will have a great life, a set life, a sexy life, a very attractive life. But the thing is, once you graduate, you don't have a job. You have a fucking uh, huge debt on your on your shoulders, student debt or uh, responsibility of the family. And nobody teaches you these things in school. Not even your family, not your even your friends or internet guru doesn't. He is not able to teach you that you will be facing these many responsibilities. So what happens is when you graduate, you are hit with the hardcore red pill and you have to swallow it, like it or not. So uh, to digest it, many youngsters in early 20s cope with this reality with the help of alcohol, cigarettes, weed, recreational drugs, DMT, whatever the hell. They inject this shit in their veins so that they can have a delusional comfort out of this uh, sad and bitter reality for them. Again, this vast distinction between the life in educational institutions and when Mm. you step out of this world. It's most likely because mm. uh, when you see schools and colleges, it's a isolated unit. It's an isolated ecosystem where you're living in a delusional mm. reality where everything is perfect. Everything is yeah. in a controlled manner. Everything is systematic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, this might come out as a cliche, but I think uh, I don't remember which film I heard this at. at when life takes mm. exams, it doesn't take it in subjects. Yeah. <laughs> It just uh, like it is going to punch you, punch you like a uh, Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson in the face, in the face directly like a bullet. It's yeah, going to hit you hard. It won't yeah. come out in a systematic order, just like schools <laughs> teach you. So, anyways, yeah. what mm-hmm. are what are the ill effects? What what are the bad things that might happen in the long run if you're running from the reality in the short term? In the short term, I guess there are no major consequences. The only consequence you will face in short term is that you go, uh, you won't go upwards in life. You will stagnate or you won't go down in the short term, of course, because in the short term, you are able to cope with the reality and live a comfortable life. So in the short term, you are just going to stagnate. But in the long term, mm, comparison comes uh, in this scene. There is a realistic dude who knows how what to do, who knows uh, how to see and perceive things, who knows how to see and perceive things. Mm-hmm. So this dude who is a realist, he is going to uh, be pragmatic and not pragmatic in certain situations. He is, to, he is going to go further in his life. And uh, another person who is not a realist, who deludes himself with the lies and comforts himself with uh, some kind of um, pleasuring situations he's going to stag- not only stagnate he's going to degrade himself his soul, his mind, his body his uh, finances his overall societal reputation he's going to degrade himself in the wrong term at some point you need to be realistic, get your shit together and move forward because there is someone out there who is realistic who is giving, who is giving his 100% practically to improve in life and there's you who is uh, deluding himself with the lies and comforting himself where he is right now 
uh, with the help of uh, i am having bad genes or i am a middle class guy and uh, i don't have this mother tongue advantage or i don't speak english uh, what not what not whatever the hell that is so i am an introvert that is the biggest cop i have ever seen so there's there there is you who is going to comfort yourself with these kind of things and there's there is going to be to be some another guy who is going to improve a lot while being a realistic so in the long term you are just going to degrade yourself and someone else is going to succeed that's it yeah it's just that on the even on the micro level there you have to confront mm. the current problem at some point of time if you are finding out excuses mm. if you are pushing it if you are uh, you know compressing it with other substances mm. all you are doing is it is pushing away the problem is the time frame and the yeah. longer you push it the harder it will fall back on you fail early yeah fail early and fail fail big and fail early that's all i can say because yeah. uh, at the end of the day you are you are just uh, procrastinating your failures you are not procrastinating your success or action plans mm-hmm. you are actually procrastinating your failure main concern comes from the procrastination is it's it's a fear of failure straight up boils down to the fear of failure and you are just going to mm. procrastinate your failure and with failure ultimate experience is the failure there is no other experience like success is the uh, top 1% thing so what is the rest of the 99% it's the failure brother you are going to fail 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 99% of the time you are going to fail and that's the reality you don't know you're, when you are going to succeed luck also comes sometimes into the factor and with the luck consistency efforts there is going to be this 1% thing that is going to make you succeed but when you see uh, at the 1% you forget the 99% of the things and that is the bad sad bitter failures you have to take l's mm-hmm. yeah the earlier yeah. the bigger l's you take in the beginning the less are the chances mm-hmm. of taking a leverage loss in the future yeah 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 definitely like if you are a, a stock market trader um mm-hmm. if you are not going to play big like you have uh, 1 lakh rupees in your pocket but you say that no i cannot lose this amount of money 1 lakh rupees i am going to just trade on uh, 1000 rupees or 2000 rupees per day you are just like you don't have balls yet you mm-hmm. haven't grown balls so that's why you are not trading this much big amount of money you don't have confidence in yourself and how do you gain confidence just by trial and error that's it so you, you just have to start early fail early fail big fail, fail many times and then go upwards but the thing is again nishmit uh <laughs> many people know what they have to do like uh, there will be a guy who deludes himself with the lies there is going to be another guy who knows <laughs> who is a slightly realistic who knows what he is supposed to do but he won't do it because he knows that he is not he won't be able to handle these kind of bitter failures mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was a great point the trial and error is the ultimate you know pathway to confidence mm-hmm. also yeah you recently mentioned something about optimism pessimism pragmaticism if that's a word and realism yeah, yeah. is it is it safe yeah. to say that realism is basically you know switching between optimism and pessimism rationally depending on the circumstances mm yeah yeah definitely many people maybe the people confuse realism with uh, like balance of pessimism and optimism mm-hmm. comparing optimism with realism 
which is better hmm. um realism is better but uh, with a slight pinch of optimism also works wonders because see nobody literally unless you are a psychopath no no human being can be 100% realistic all the time you need some kind of hope we we run on hope like hoping to see things better like there is an upcoming entrepreneur promising entrepreneur he's going to try many things 99 things he's going to try 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 why he's trying because he's hoping that at one point he's going to succeed mm-hmm. so there's there should be a slight pinch of optimism also so most of the times you are supposed to choose realism but as you are a human and uh, as a, you are a human who is not a psychopath assuming these things uh, you need a slight optimism also yeah so the answer lies in between of the extremes there needs to be a balance of yeah, course yeah, yeah. just of like course. every other thing yeah people uh, take that pessimism and optimism when balanced like 50 50% then and only then realism starts mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's never like that sometimes you have to take the bitter uh, most bitter pill like there's all there's there won't be a pragmatic situation like you know what i'm saying like there won't be a pragmatic situation there won't be a proper solution you have to accept and take the l take the loss take the failure embrace the failure at that point you cannot be pragmatic and optimist at all if you are optimistic at that point let's say a worst and uh, like best example i can give like if there is a girl cheating on you mm-hmm. so you have seen the proof like girl is cheating on you take the example will smith and jada smith uh, have you seen the video uh, i've seen that meme of will smith crying it's actually yeah. it's actually pretty so, sad that people have made a meme out of a man crying sad yeah yeah that that is pretty sad that tells us the condition about men's uh, mental health problems that's actually dark. Uh, i mean uh, yeah yeah that's pretty dark but the see the the like in the pessimistic situation what was the best uh, 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 this my opinion again the best solution for will smith to uh, have at that point was to ditch that jada that's it there was no other option you cannot take woman who was cheating on you for many years that wasn't uh, that was the very that was a very pessimistic thing to do like you are going to divorce your wife of these many years you are, you will have many problems with the kids that was absolute failure and uh, if you uh, if you respect yourself you would have divorced that jada and moved on and started another life but no he was still delusionally optimistic about their future is he still with her yeah i guess i guess so of course the relation wouldn't be the same i don't know i don't follow these things i don't follow celebrities at all i guess they are still to- together sadly if they are not uh, i guess i haven't heard their divorce news or something so i guess they are still together so this is the sad thing like will smith might be delusionally optimistic about their marriage or what not he wasn't able to take his failure embrace his failure completely uh, might i mean he might be still in delusion that there was some certain condition that forced jada to cheat on him and that was the mental condition and i should like uh, what i should take care of her from now on so that that is the impression i got from that interview red table interview they arranged yeah well if a woman has cheated in the past then the chances of cheating her again mm. is not about if it's about yeah. when 
yeah again and she is going to do it again unless unless you to, to unless you take some precautionary measures as a man like first one first thing to do is to be a man actually and oh, come yeah. for, uh, yes confrontation confront the problem directly head on don't say that why why you did this baby no you shouldn't have done it no this doesn't work that way will <laughs> anyway the point was that you cannot be pragmatic or optimistic all the time there yeah. there will be certain time when you have to take the l and if you are not able to if you are still pragmatic or optimistic at that point uh, you are delusional and stupid and not, not uh, definitely not a realist so like will smith example is a very sad example so if you are not uh, if you are pragmatic all the time you might end up in the same place yeah that's like expecting the world abides by constitution or book of ethics it doesn't <laughs> yeah also you just uh, definitely few sentences ago you mentioned something about optimism and hope isn't it mm-hmm. that optimism is the hope inside realism but a lot of mm. people hit a threshold after which they don't see any hope after which optimism doesn't really work can you elaborate a bit more on that uh, straight up answering this straight up like uh, they weren't realistic at the beginning phase of mm-hmm. their mission or whatever they were doing if you you were realistic at the beginning phase and uh, you should have done the proper things to achieve your goal or whatever that is you optimism works only in that circumstance let's say the very basic example is going to the gym okay if you are realistic you won't lift uh, fucking 20 kilograms or 25 kilograms when you are a skinny fat guy or a fat guy who doesn't have any proper posture or something like that if you are a realistic guy you are going to lift from 2.5 kg you are not even ashamed to lift that weight you know you are a very realistic person you know your limits you are very self aware you are going to lift 2 2.5 kg of weight after that you are going to proceed 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 you you will know your steps you will know what kind of reality you should be in you are in and you will take steps accordingly mm-hmm. so if you are not a realist you go in the gym you lift 10 kg you do you go you do you go lifting for 20 kg 25 kg uh, and after one month uh, you hit a threshold like you said uh, not being optimistic enough not being hopeful enough because why because you were stupid in the first place that's it so uh, like i mentioned earlier you need to be realistic for the most of the times and when it uh, like uh, sometimes only sometimes or a few times as a human you need optimism or hope for better things to come but most of the times you should be a realistic person yeah this explanation was uh, you know reminds me a lot about osho he had a pretty mm-hmm. much similar outlook on these things also when it comes okay. to the physical realm okay your explanation is valid mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when it comes to the emotional the mental realm of realism there are a lot of variables that cannot be you know contemplated in a conversation it can be as people say it can be felt and when a okay. guy is you know driven by oxytocin by his emotions <laughs> he tends okay. to make uh, pretty rough decisions not rough decisions pretty stupid decisions avoids the rough decisions mm-hmm. so here's yeah. the thing let's take a fictional character for example he's going through a mm-hmm. breakup he thinks this is the end of his life 
he sees no hope yeah because his brain chemistry has effed him what would you say to him <laughs> to get him back on track uh like uh if i i'm supposed to give him a dose of a reality a better version of it i'm just going to go to him and say that if you think that a breakup is the end of your life then you should end your life to be honest because if if your life is going to end just after a girl when there are thousands and thousands of other girls options available to you and you think that this is over you did not have quality life spent till date so first thing you got to do is get your shit together that's it like honestly you you will have a fine body you will have fine skills you will have fine income and after that there are going to be some girl there there is going to be some girl in your community who is going to adore you for you, what you are doing you did break up because why because uh, your ex girlfriend did not respect you did not respect your personality did not respect your decisions did not respect your hobbies she did not love you despite being your girlfriend or wife so if that person is not adoring you of course there are going to be some good memories of her but uh, are you going to remember only the good memories of her or there were uh, many bitter memories that you are uh, pushing yourself away from so of course the second part is very true that you are pushing yourself away from these bad memories and considering only the good memories whenever your uh, dopamine was high and oxytocin was very high so first thing you got to do is reject the idea that that girl was perfect because she wasn't perfect for you she did not respect you at all the second thing is if girl doesn't respect you then you did not have any kind of value inside of you so you need to create value uh, the value which can be seen the first one value is the physical one so of course if you are going through a breakup your physical shape will be fucked uh, you won't be in good shape of course so first thing you got to do is get your shit together physically then after that once you once your mind is focused and gym helps a lot like physical stuff helps a lot when you're going through breakup you have that rage inside you like someone betrayed you trust you trusted that person and that betrayed you she betrayed you or he betrayed you you need to burn it as a fuel that rage as a fuel your emotions your negative emotions are, are like a fuel that are supposed to burn so your rocket ship can go upwards to the moon so use that emotion to go to the gym uh, pump those reps and once you see the value created physically in mirror like there will be biceps triceps a good athletic shape uh that is not about only about physical your mind will say that if i am able to build my body i can build anything that is my career my entire life so yeah that's that's pretty basic advice but that works 100% of the time yeah we discussed uh, somewhere in our previous podcast about gym that you know the progress in gym it seeps into other aspects of life if you have achieved something yeah. in the gym you will definitely get motivated that you can achieve a lot of great stuff everything is in your power mm. well yeah people especially teenagers these days tend to amplify the negative emotions tenfolds for example mm. it's it's like uh, they have translated sadness into depression fear into anxiety and into panic attacks mm. why is it so is it is it something generational is it some social programming why is it so 
social media mm-hmm. boils down to the social media social media does not radicalize you like uh, i we would have said or i would have said that social media is radicalizing machine or something like that but to be extremely honest to be extremely uh, extremely realist about social media it magnifies things it expands things like uh, it zooms in completely to a specific area so you are emotionally like uh, if there is a right wing social media is going to show you extreme right wing like fascism mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you are a communist it is going to show you extreme hardcore communism or you are going to go down the rabbit hole of finding these things extreme 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 so whatever the extreme is uh, always bad for you like uh, i'm not a big fan of moderation but you should be able to know your limits and moderate things to normal levels so of course teenagers they are uh, raged with hormones like there will be testosterone secretion estrogen various hormones are setting up in your body you just have hit your puberty and uh, if your uh, biochemistry is messed right now because you have just hit puberty and in that stage you are watching these many radical things and many people other people enjoying on social media or other people also it is going to magnify your emotions also as a teenager you are not at all confident as a teenager you are not at all secure in your own skin so you find you try to find comfort and uh, with the social media in hand nowadays you try to find extreme comfort in these situations so of course if you are going to be extremely comfortable like a single mother who protects her children like uh, or uh, whenever we see a uh, dog female dog bitch uh, in the in our road she tries to protect her children by barking or biting some uh, mm-hmm. passing by people or bikers so it is extreme kind of insecurity that pushes to pushes you towards mental illness or that that, that type of stuff so if you want to become extremely secure in your own skin and you are watching these many people on social media enjoying their life and your head is messed up right now because you are overflown with hormones your current situation is not valuable enough you have existential crisis in your hands and of course you are going to comfort yourself because you cannot handle the reality as a teenager let's be honest you are you are just a teenager you haven't seen any kind of life you want to get comfortable you are ashamed to ask help for your mom and dad because you think that they don't know the solution you are afraid to talk to your friends about it because uh, they might think that you are a dork who cannot get his life together you are a weak person so how do you get uh, comfortable with it name it like i am i am anxious i am depressed i am i have ptsd i have this i have that so once you label yourself you are getting extremely comfortable like why are you this way yeah because i am depressed that's it so that's the that's the pretty reason most most people are depressed depressed nowadays yeah these guys have brought so many mental disorders in the market that even it's tough to pronounce it's like mm. new illness But, dropping every day mm. yeah also what is the solution of this we have discussed the problem what is the solution of this mm. is it moderation i don't i don't think that quitting social media altogether is a practical solution these days because well i honestly mm-hmm. believe that uh, what your social media feed is it is basically your mind 
in uh, text or digital form amplified 100 yeah. folds yeah, so yeah what is definitely. the solution for this solution is pretty simple we we are a social animal we mm-hmm. are not uh, we are not supposed to since the, since the dawn of human time since uh, whenever we whenever there was a first human who stepped his foot on earth uh, we have been in tribes we have been in groups there was no such thing as the boy lived alone for ages there was no such things we always lived in groups we always uh, believed in groupism some kind of groupism whatever the hell that is so we are mm-hmm. a social animal we are not lone wolf we are not supposed to sit in our rooms scrolling a simple box digital box and getting depressed from that box so first the very first if you are feeling that your life is shit and uh, uh, most people can relate to this that their life is they consider that their life is shit actually that is not true they have uh, like whatever you believe becomes a reality so it is your belief that your life is shit the first thing you got to do is you have your friends with you you can talk to them start talking uh, you have your parents to talk to you have someone to talk to uh, you cannot you can never say that i don't have any friends because everyone has friends and you need someone to uh, vent out your frustrations or your problems so find that person talk to him talk to him talk to him at one point you will feel that some of the things i believe are very stupid like if i talk to people people will roast me that is or people will make fun of me that is not at all true so first thing you got to do is interact force your your you are extremely comfortable in your own room so first thing you got to do is go outside of your uh, your jail your own prison That's you have right. to unlock yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah you have to unlock yourself and the key is inside so you can unlock it whenever the fuck you want go outside meet some actual real humans not virtual humans talk to them feel the emotions that you whatever you are feeling like whenever people look at you how they perceive you how they perceive your attire your overall persona your aura how they interact with you how they react to the things you have said so after that self awareness big step uh, starts uh, you assess yourself and write this after that feedback loops are very strong like you have you believe that your life is shit and it is going to get shittier and shittier so once you go out of your cage of course people are going to interact with you you will feel that yeah i should improve these things i am bad at these things but at this uh, very small percent of things i am pretty good like whenever people talk to me about these things i am very excited and energetic so you will find out those things you will improve or minimize the things which you are bad at double down on the things which you are good at and uh, get part of uh, be a part of certain community a friend circle uh, a mma circle like you will go and go into boxing gym learn muay bjj whatever the hell that is you learn music you start to find your hobbies you become a part of certain group uh, certain group can be your relatives your cousins your friends so go out of course in 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 one month or two months you will be completely out of your uh, self proclaimed depression that's it Hmm. Also, what is your stand on people going through their lowest point of life? Not not these 
not the people who think that uh, yo 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 i'm in depression like not these micro dips the absolute lowest point where <laughs> everything comes crashing down physically mentally financially everything yeah let's let's just uh, first of all let's define what is the lowest point of your life um to me according to me the lowest point of your life is when you like you said when you have you we have you have destroyed yourself financially physically mentally and uh, societally like you you have no rela- good relationship with anyone uh, you have damaged your soul spiritually too so all these things combined like these are not or situations these are and situations you have damaged yourself financially and physically and mentally and spiritually and societally and and in the relationship sense so all these things when these are these are combined that is the lowest point of your life you have no hope in any arena we just mentioned financial arena you have destroyed yourself so much that you have no hope uh, in spiritual arena you have destroyed yourself that you are unable to grasp the nature and spiritual sense so many things so uh, when these things are combined that is the lowest point of your life you have no hope in any arena you literally have no hope you realize that there is no one no one's coming, coming to save you you are on your own at the extreme level only you can save yourself or i'd rather say that lowest point of your life is that whenever even you can't save yourself that is the lowest point of your life you see no value in your life the only will value you might feel in your life that that is after your death like you think that only after i am dead people will value me so that is the lowest point of anyone's life i guess mhm that's true yeah that's true the lowest point as you describe it's like depression on steroids <laughs> it's pretty bad depression on st- really really yeah and that is the real depression i mean uh, de- <laughs> like you will feel sad for 5 minutes and you are going to say that i am depressed that is not depression buttercup that is just uh, that is nothing actually mm-hmm. yeah what goes on through the brain of such man well let's be honest these situations are more common for a man than a woman because mm, you know yeah. the responsibilities amplify the weight it's a leverage of weight man, over your shoulders man being a man itself is an high risk high reward strategy very true very true yeah so what go what goes on through a brain of a man in this situation mm, suicide maybe maybe not maybe yeah uh, definitely suicide like uh, like i just said that only death is the only thing that man is going to experience or think about because like i said if i die that is when uh, that is only when people are going to value my life the whatever that was in the past so the only thing that comes to such man is death like i should die i shouldn't wake up whenever he wakes up in the morning he is going to say that what's the point in li- what's the point to live i don't have any valuable things going on i should just die 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 so that is i guess uh, the worst kind of depression is like only thing you can imagine is death only thing you can uh, that excites you is death that is very dark but yeah imagine like uh, imagine like only thing ex- that excites you is death mm-hmm. or suicide that is pretty dark and that is pretty fucked up yeah, that's true 
Well, that is one such stage where uh, barely optimism is not enough. Certainly not enough. How can a man yeah. at such stage come out of it, see a ray of hope, a ray of hope, and get back to a normal life? Is it even possible? Um, I'll be honest. It is extremely rare mm-hmm. for a man to recover from financial loss plus spiritual loss plus relationship loss, like a breakup plus uh, physical loss at the same time. Imagine you have nothing, literally nothing. no money no girlfriend no wife no no friends no family uh, even your mind is fucked up your body is fucked up imagine the condition you will be in mm-hmm. so it is extremely rare if person comes from comes back from this stage it is like a second uh, second life to be honest so if a man is able to come back from this stage mm the very first thing you are uh, you should recognize is that that man has found some uh, immense value in himself that is the only thing you uh, that is the only thing that is going to bring you out of that situation you find something extremely valuable inside you you find you don't find your vision mission purpose we talk about on twitter like as a man you should find purpose on twitter uh as a man you should find your vision uh, no if a man is able to come back from this stage of life he is going to he has found immense value inside of him immense potential he has realized that he is able to do something great at the lowest point of your life there are many doors open because you are going to climb many things right now people are at the top their options are less Uh, at the bottom you can go anywhere and everywhere every door is an opportunity for you every thing is an opportunity for you there are immense amount of things for you to do you are going to improve physically mentally spiritually financially you have lot of things to do so that man first of all finds value in himself if he is he is able to find value he is going to be confident and he's going to say that i'm going to get my shit together and then he works his ass off that man is a very dangerous man nishmit because he knows his lowest point of his life mm-hmm. like i'm if i fall i'm going to that place again and i'm i'm extremely comfortable with my personal hell so yeah i can do whatever the hell i want and he's going to go all in in the game of life yeah well from there the, that is the lowest point it cannot be worse than that isn't it and yeah, there, there's nothing to lose like actually if i fail if i fail like if i fail if i fail i'm going to that point again and i've been there i've done that i'm comfortable with it so yeah. bring it on <laughs> what should be the mindset change to get from point the lowest point to a normal life we to we you be talked about how to get there physically mentally but mm. there needs to be a mindset change and as you said one such man is very dangerous in whatever aspects he enters after coming back from that point <laughs> what is the fundamental mindset yeah, yeah. change of one such man we uh, did not touch spiritual side of this right mm-hmm. yeah so spiritually many like uh, i have experienced this many uh, people who talk about spirituality they talk about uh, you own nothing like nothing is yours right so these people talk about this like 
uh, I own nothing. This this is not mine. The whole world is detached. I am detached from this whole world. So the spiritual change this person has is that if I own nothing, then no one owns me. So no one has command mm-hmm. over me. I am a completely individual being. No one owns me. No one controls me. I am a whole. I am in a whole different league than everyone else. So spiritual change is definitely there. Like he. like i said he finds a value inside him immense value inside of him so that is that is the change that we see in this type of people that if i own nothing then no one owns me also that mm. is the reverse of what uh, many spiritual people talk about like you own nothing then this man is going to say that if i own nothing then no one owns me that's yeah. it so yeah so after that uh, he is going to uh, that embrace the value he has found and go forward and forward and forward and uh, that as is not that man is not afraid of uh, knows from a girl knows from his business potential business partners know from uh, gym trainer not teaching he, uh, teaching him mm, that man does not take no from the dumbbells the heaviest dumbbells on the rack that man will not will never quit do you think one such man can develop dark traits during this process uh yeah definitely mm-hmm. uh the finding out like finding out the value inside uh, inside your soul or body or mind lowest point of your life is the darkest point of your life you are like physio- uh, physically like your body language is extremely different when you are at lowest point of your life like extremely submissive posture is there and uh, extremely submissive posture is of uh, have you seen the hobbit uh, like hobbit, not hobbit lord of the rings the smegel no i haven't yeah okay so whoever has watched it the smegel is very his his posture is very uh, defensive but he is also very cunning and very machiavellianist like that kind of thing and he is also narcissist like how can someone betray me how can someone do this to me so the smegel is very uh, weak character actually he is not physically strong at all but his uh, posture is also very submissive in the lord of the rings but he is very cunning he is very shady and he is very narcissist like he whenever someone betrays betrays him he just uh, goes into the rage mode so mm-hmm. at the lowest point of your life these these submissive traits or these dark traits you are going to integrate inside of you and once you fight the light like uh, after coming back from the lowest point of your life you are going to find out the light and why this man is dangerous because he has dark traits with him and also he has found out the light on himself light on his own so he is going to balance out these both of these things some people never come back from the lowest point of their life so they are very extremely defensive they are very shady they betray people they uh, they they become evil to be yeah. honest and if they are not able to live and survive they just either go go forward with the suicide and uh, if they are not able to find out the value inside them they are going to be uh, outlaws or bad entities of the society so dark if a man is able to jump back from this lowest point of his life he is going to balance out the light and the dark as well so definitely dark triad can be developed and only developed at that point of the stage yeah one such man is unstoppable basically yeah definitely moving on to the final segment well 
I would like you to you know list out summarize our entire conversation. So again, touching back uh, mm-hmm. to our previous con uh, previous topic. So if a guy is going through a mm-hmm. breakup, what are the actionable mm-hmm. steps in order he should take, you know, to get over it? Would you like to list them out? So okay, these are okay. the major takeaways from uh, this episode. We will just, yeah, yeah. We will just uh, attach realism with this also. Okay. And uh, because uh, we were talking about realism from the beginning. so not only break up suppose let's suppose that guy is uh, went down that guy that guy has went down financially mentally physically in every aspect there is no hope and uh, at one point he is able to find out the value inside of him so very first thing you got to do is look yourself in the mirror of course that man that such man is going to cry a lot because uh, he is the he is at lowest point of his life so my suggestion to whoever is uh, whoever feels that they are at the lowest point of their life just go and watch your face in the mirror reflect uh, see your reflection reflect uh, yourself into the mirror and you will see a person who is not supposed to live his life or something similar to that so do you deserve this life of course not do you deserve this do you deserve to be in this uh, shit hole of course not if if the answer is of course not you are going to have to do something about it so very first thing is to do is assess yourself at the lowest point of your life your mind is fucked up you cannot trust your mind at all you have to find someone a friend a family member a cousin a sister a brother who, who a psychiatrist okay don't listen to anyone who says that psychiatry or psychotherapy doesn't work just find out where you can vent out your emotions and uh, trust me your best friends are your uh, psychotherapist or psychiatrist most of the times so go to your best friend sir vomit every shit you have inside of your gut or in your mind just uh, tell him everything or her everything and he's going to tell you something very uh, realistic okay he cares about he cares about you or she cares about you so apply those things for a few days you are going to find out that there, yeah there is something wrong with these uh, these beliefs have integrated so after these beliefs you have found out those beliefs you are going to work on them you have to interrupt those beliefs and change them entirely so once you are able to do that write it down write your emotions down it's like painting uh, your mind as a picture writing means painting your mind on a paper so once you are able to paint your mind on a paper by writing you will find out that uh, some things are stupid and some things are very legit work on them side by side start to work uh, physically work out go into the sun you have locked yourself in the room by becoming a depressed person quote unquote depressed person go out into the sun go work out develop some physical things side by side also start to work on finances mm-hmm. develop a skill start to learn, learn copywriting learn uh, get a job you don't have a job you are depressed because you don't have a job to be honest so get a job get a life actual life uh, work on mcdonalds if you want for a few days so uh, once uh, once you start to earn money your quality li- quality of life is getting improved so be a realist you need money you need someone to talk to you cannot be a lone wolf so be a realist whenever you are uh, you are at the low develop everything parallelly don't focus only on finances don't focus only on physical things don't focus only on mindset 
this is a parallel process. You have to run it parallelly. And at one point, you are going to tie it up together and go forward and move forward. So that's all I can say. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, this is the end of the episode. Thanks for shedding all your wisdom on these topics. I, I It was a pretty heavy episode, yeah. to be honest. Lots of chunks of mm, wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of takeaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening.